0: Hello and welcome to the Pig Edge Chagas Pig podcast with me Kieran Carl bringing you all the latest news information and advice to keep Irish pig farmers up to date. And for this episode we're looking at vaccination programs with Laura Boyd from MSD. And I first asked Laura, when should farms consider vaccinating against disease?
1: So vaccination forms a key part of an overall herd health plan. Certain viral and bacterial diseases that are endemic to the pig industry or region should be highly considered for vaccination. Active surveillance for such diseases is advised, which can be used as a tool to identify and monitor prevalence and aid their, in their control. If pigs are not performing well, have poor feed conversion ratios or live weight gain, whether they're displaying stem, symptoms of a disease or not, this should be investigated in depth with the aid of your vet. If a viral or bacterial issue is identified as the cause and a vaccine is available, vaccination is the logical next step forward.
0: Okay, and like there's different types of vaccines there. So maybe could you, just at the start here, could you outline the difference between types of vaccines, you know, a live versus dead vaccine, and maybe touch on the the use of autogenous vaccines?
1: So when we talk about live vaccines, we refer to live as in meaning the virus is a live, non-pathogenic form that stimulates a more rapid immune response. These can be used as a standalone live vaccine program or commonly as part of a live priming and a live and dead program. Immunity from live vaccines is shorter. Inactivated or dead vaccines are required to give longer-term immunity and normally require two injections a few weeks apart or one injection following an initial live vaccine priming. Dead vaccines stimulate good MDAs, which can be transferred to offspring, which is very important in early life. And Autogenous vaccines are used where no vaccines are available for a given pathogen, and generally less safety and efficacy testing are carried out.
0: When I'm vaccinated, should, should I vaccinate all the pigs in the batch, including sick pigs, or, or what's the procedure there?
1: Vaccination should only ever be carried out on healthy pigs. If sick pigs are vaccinated, they don't have the same ability to mount the desired immune response, leading to poor or no protection. If there's a high number of sick pigs in a pen or acute illness has developed in a smaller batch of pigs, vaccination should be postponed and allow the problem to be investigated and treated accordingly. Vaccination then be resumed once they have made a full recovery. If there's only one or two individual pigs that appear ill and have done so for a longer period of time or if they're being treated for another disease, isolation of these pigs from the main group is recommended and vaccination of the remainder of the group can be considered once there's no evidence of disease.
0: Okay and what are the, the most common problems we see on farms when it comes to vaccination?
1: Some of the main problems are surrounding not being stored or prepared correctly. We'll talk a little bit later about fridges. Also, vaccines administered via the wrong route. Farms should pay particular attention to the angle at which intramuscular vaccines are being administered. If the needle is not at the correct angle, often vaccine ends up subcut and as a result the vaccine is deposited into the fat area which can affect the vaccine uptake. The length of needle use can also cause vaccine to end up subcutaneous rather than intramuscular. For size, we recommend using 16-gauge needles. In Wieners, 16 to 18-gauge and in piglets 20-gauge needles. Another issue is using an incorrect dose rate of vaccine. This is usually underdosing. Contamination of the vaccine either through using dirty needles or vaccinating on a dirty part of the skin. Wrong time in a vaccination. If you're in doubt as to when you should be vaccinated, ask your vet or check the SPC. Pay attention to MDAs for particular vaccines at a young age. Again, if you need further advice on this, ask your vet. If pigs are sick at the time of vaccination or were already incubating a disease, this can cause issues. Also, using chemicals to sterilise vaccination equipment, in particular when vaccinating with a live vaccine. Be careful, this can destroy the vaccine. These are all points to watch out for.
0: And you mentioned earlier about storage and fridges. You know How important is it to store vaccines correctly?
1: Yes, it's extremely important to store vaccines correctly. Both live and dead vaccines should be stored at the recommended temperature on the manufacturing label. The majority of vaccines require refrigeration between 2 and 8 degrees Celsius if they're exposed to temperatures. of this range for any length of time other than in preparation for vaccination. They will either be destroyed or have a severe decrease in efficacy. Also, vaccines come concealed within a cardboard box and should be stored like this to avoid direct contact from either sunlight or light within the fridge once a vaccine is mixed and prepared there's a limited time period which the vaccine should be used up before it starts to drop in efficacy preparing the vaccine correctly as recommended on the label with the clean use of equipment is also very important finally vaccines should not be stored from week to week once opened it's recommended they're used within eight, eight hours
0: and what can go wrong with fridges
1: Firstly, make sure that your fridge is working correctly. A maximum thermometer is the easiest way to make sure that the temperature is kept consistently correct. Also making sure the fridge isn't overstocked, which only in, not only impedes air circulation throughout the fridge, but can what can happen is bottles get pushed towards the back of the fridge. And some, on some older fridges, there's no ledge to prevent them getting pushed directly against the back of the fridge wall. As there's usually ice bogged up, at the back of the fridge, this can cause vaccines to freeze. And when the bung on the top of the vaccine vial is frozen, it allows air and moisture to enter, which can activate the vaccine without us knowing. Also check that fridge doors are sealing properly when closed.
0: What temperature should vaccines be stored at?
1: The majority of vaccines need to be stored between 2 and 8 degrees Celsius, which check the storage requirements for each type of vaccine on the SPC. As we said, a maximum thermometer is the easiest way to monitor this.
0: Should vaccines be heated or shaken before use?
1: Oil-based vaccines such as PCV vaccines should be heated as the initiate is strong immune response. Heating the vaccine as close to body temperature, around 25 to 27 degrees, will reduce the severity of these vaccines on piglets. In general, it is recommended vaccines are shaken before use. All vaccines contain instructions on how to prepare them for vaccination. So check the vaccine insert for instructions As they're not all the same.
0: Very good. And on the day of vaccinating, then, what what should we be looking out for?
1: Make sure everyone vaccinating understands correctly what to do. Often new people can join the vaccinating team on farm without training or previous knowledge on the correct procedures. This can lead to problems, and sometimes when a message is relayed from person to person, the correct information is lost or misinterpreted. Likewise, when we do jobs routinely week on week, we can become complacent on the small things, such as the area we're vaccinating and where vaccine's being administered. It's worth paying attention to this as it could prevent problems in the future. Training staff can be arranged by companies such as ours in conjunction with your vet.
0: Very good. And how do you know what age to vaccinate piglets at?
1: So the recommended age to vaccinate for each specific specific vaccine is included on the SPC. These can be found inside the vaccine box or on the HPRA or EMA website. The onset of immunity and duration of immunity varies with each vaccine, so it's best to check with your vet before making any changes or alterations to a vaccination programme.
0: Okay, and sometimes we see a reaction or a lump on the skin, you know, of a piglet after vaccinating. What causes these and, and what should we do if, if we see a reaction or a lump?
1: Lumps can sometimes be associated with vaccination technique. So paying, paying close attention to how often needles have changed between batches it's recommended that between each litter, or every 10 pigs, the needle is changed. If you're using intradermal vaccination with an IDA, there isn't the same concern surrounding blunt or bird needles. Also, make sure the area you're vaccinating is clean, and the person vaccinating is using the correct amount of pressure when vaccinating. With vaccinations, piglets can produce lumps or discoloration at the site of injection as part of a vaccine immune response. In most cases, this is normal and causes no concern, but we recommend that you monitor each case and if required, you may remove them from the group to a separate area for a few hours and allow them to recover. It is not advised to lance or drain the lump, but if there is a concern, contact your veterinary surgeon.
0: And in terms of staff then, given the vaccines, what is the risk there regarding needle stick injuries?
1: This is an area we try to highlight and create awareness on farm. Studies show that over 80% of farm workers vaccinating animals have stuck themselves at some point during vaccination and needle stick injuries are often only minor but can be very serious and it's important that if this happens we know what to do.
0: What type of situations result in these injuries?
1: Like most situations, rushing during vaccination can cause issues. It's understandable that when large batches of pigs are being vaccinated we feel the need to push through work and to try and get them done but slowing down the process and paying close attention to the job at hand can prevent needle stick injuries and other issues. Other situations such as not restraining animals correctly, carrying needles in their pockets when moving from house to house, or even hanging vaccinators on the side of pens can cause people to walk into them. I know most farms will have a container for discarding needles and sharps, but if this is something you don't use, we strongly advise you use an approved sharps container. So if you do encounter a needle stick injury, the advice is wash the skin with soap and water immediately. Tell your manager or supervisor what has happened. And if you experience pain or swelling in particular, if, you're, if you've been using a product which, which contains mineral oil, you should contact your doctor. Take the leaflet inside the vaccine box with you and show this to your doctor.
0: Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's good advice. So where do we see vaccination going now in the future?
1: Vaccination, along with strict biosecurity measures and improved husbandry, is front and centre for the future of disease prevention and control. Antibiotics have been overused and misused in the past to control disease, and with the threat of multi drug resistant bugs, we must be more responsible about our use of them. Our aim is to have healthy pigs, but if we take antibiotics out of the equation, we really rely on vaccination to control disease. We are seeing demand for new vaccines in the market, such as oleitis vaccines, which is a strong prevalence in Irish farms. This is an area which would have traditionally been controlled using antibiotics.
0: And just just to finish up there, something that's very topical, I suppose. What what can Irish farms do uh, in light of current African swine fever risks uh, along the Eastern European border? And are there any prospects as regards to vaccination against African swine fever? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, firstly, ensure no poor products are consumed on farm. Implement proper biosecurity pro- protocols, in particular for visitors or staff arriving from the affected African swine fever regions. Regarding a vaccine there are numerous companies trying to develop an African swine fever vaccine but there is no licensed vaccine on the market yet.
0: That's great thanks very much Laura. That's it for our latest episode of The Pig Edge and my thanks to Laura Boyd from MSD for joining me on the show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss a show and for more farming information go to chagas.ie. I'm Kieran Carle and thanks for listening.